Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Glory Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross-country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my wonderful husband and co-host, Kyle, to discuss the Joe... Piani. There you go, Invitational. Jessica, we've done this how many times? How many times have we talked about this meet? Probably 50. No, not 50. It's been at least three years. I remember us having this discussion last year. You are struggling with the Piani. I think I, because it's spelled like Diane, only there's a P, so I want to say Pian. Piani. Okay. Piani. I don't know what, like, language or accent that would be in, but, you know, is that Italian? Piani? It feels like something that would be Italian. It also know. feels very, like, Jersey Shore. But it's weird because this is in South Bend, Indiana, which which is not a Jersey Shore, which is associated with the you know with Irish, the Fighting Irish, and I, I you know that's just weird. All right, we we just found different ways to like <laughs> weave in all these cultures together. Is it why all about the name? Why do we always ramble? Because that's what we do. That is probably the bane of our podcast existence. I, I kind of like it. I'll be honest with you. Well, the Joe Piani Invitational. That's where we were. Yes. Up okay. in South Bend, Indiana, home of the fighting Irishmen, the, the leprechauns. There you and go. You ever thought about like a leprechaun running, like what that looks like? I mean, to be fair, they're probably real fast, except that That's their legs point. are very short. That means quick so, strides. Quick strides, but more strides. They probably tire out. So like marathoning wouldn't be the thing, I wouldn't think, for a leprechaun. So they'd be better sprinters. But maybe like a 100 meter dash. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just not jumping. Definitely right? not long jump, no. Just not jumping. Not hurtling. Here we are again. With, with, with what happens to I'm us? sorry. I have derailed this show twice now, and I will shut up. Kyle, when did they go to South Bend, Indiana? They went to South Bend, Indiana this past weekend, October the 1st. There you go. On Fridays, as they usually do. Now, this was a morning meet, correct? Yes, correct. Like they, and they typically are morning meets. Yes. Except with a few exceptions that we've already had this season. But we have a new source of information mm-hmm. who said that even though it was a morning meet, it did not help the temperature. Which is hot. odd. It was humid. It was more like the climate in the South. Well, here's the funny thing about this is, you know, and I, I warn people every year about this, especially people that just moved to the South, you're going to get a, a nice little blast of cool air that's going to come through late September, early October. Don't be fooled. <clears throat> now, it hasn't gotten blazing hot again, but it's still pretty warm and it's humid. It's pretty humid. And pretty humid so, out there. And but it's, it's obviously so there. random that in Indiana, in October, yeah. I mean, granted, October 1st, the very first day of October, but right. still, like you would think that this would be the perfect climate. Nope. Hot and humid, just like they were running in Florida. Would you rather run in warm and humid or cool and, like, breezy? Like, when I say cool, we're talking, like, low 50s, high 40s. Would you rather run Low and breezy. 
Really? Honestly, that humidity, it just makes it so hard to breathe. Even with the cold air? Yeah, because after a while, if you're a good runner, your lungs get so used to running in the cold. Excuse me, I guess I wasn't a good runner because that cold weather always got me. Because you don't do it all the time. These are athletes. They do this year round. I was an athlete. No, you were not. Wow. You played basketball. That doesn't count. I'm teasing. I'm so teasing. It was a joke. I just wanted to see how many people I could make mad. I'm okay. I didn't say you played chess. Okay. Now you pissed off the chess people. All right. Chess people are intelligent. They're not athletes. We can all agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm gonna. This is me going back into the blowback zone from you digging yourself a hole. I'm I'm just saying, chess is not an athletic event. I'm I'm not taking part of this. Okay. Why don't you read Coach Kent's quote from this week? All right. Coach Quint said about this race. The race. Coach who? Coach Kent. (laughs) Is it? I always you mess me up on this. I don't know, but I love. (laughs) Said the race is traditionally a very fast and competitive one. Just about every top twenty-five team you can name is going to be there this weekend, and this obviously was before the race. The thing that I find interesting about this is that, and we're going to get to in a second, as a team and some individuals as well finished a lot higher than they did in the FSU invite that we just got done, you know, taking part in, and. As we've seen throughout a lot of the cross-country season, from our perspective outside looking in, it seems like you kind of build in your competition level over time. So if that's the case, and Auburn, he's saying that almost every top 25 team is there, that would lead you to think this was going to be a more competitive race. Now, it was. However, Auburn did compete in the gold division. There was a completely different division, the blue division. Okay, now we got colors. I'm confused. So I'm confused, too, because to me, gold means first blue i don't know what that means but i think from what my research says and i feel like somebody could help me with this seems like the gold division is not the fastest division like perhaps the blue division is typically the fastest okay typically not sure so is it safe to assume that we were not placed in a division that had the best of the best but still the top some of the top we were placed in a competitive division yeah 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 i didn't mean it that way but maybe not the most competitive that's fair is that fair i I don't know how to say this without you know hurting people's feelings because i think both divisions were very competitive right i think auburn performed extremely well probably better than we anticipated yeah um but i just i think that some of these top 25 teams that we were anticipating competing against they were actually in a different division We'll find out a little bit more about it and maybe come back, circle back to that on the That on just the next sounds pod, like, podcast. like a great little buzzword from work. <laughs> you know, we'll just circle back to that and more to come. <laughs> Regardless, though, uh, a very good overall, like, just results, even if we were in a separate division from maybe the top of the top competition. You wrote down here the course did not include a lot of loops and double backs, which I... Which is my <laughs> favorite. I hate courses that are loops. Again, remind people why that is. Because that is track. This is not track. This is cross country. It should not be. It should be one route is what you would like. Well, or just, you know, the majority of the route being different. So one loop would be fine? One loop would be fine. But all this bullcrap stuff where it's like, oh, let's do the same loop five times. That's not cross country. That is track and field outside. (laughs) Outdoor track and field. No, 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 no. It's different. This would be uh, grass track and field or seaweed track and field i don't know what kind of terrain they're running why did you go to seaweed because if you run on the sand there's a lot of seaweed do you think they run on the sand a lot in the beach if they ran at gulf shores well i don't think we've seen that i mean they were at florida that's about the closest they've gotten to the beach i'm just saying 
Crazier things have happened. Crazier things have been said by you two. That's well, the sad part. Well, why don't you start us off? I change it up a little bit. We're going to start with the women this time. All the single ladies. Oh, I'm kidding. All right. Sorry. Are you a single lady? No, I was just, I was just trying song. to sing a song that sounded somewhat relevant and it failed. All right. The women ran in a 5K. Uh, their overall team score was third out of 24. Now, are we assuming this is the 24 of the gold division? Correct. Not overall. Correct. Which shows you where Auburn kind of stands. Even if we, our assumption is correct about the whole division thing, they're finishing the top group, at the top three out of this division, which is awesome. A total of 178 points as a team member. You want low points, just like in golf here, 171 runners total. But as good as that is, Jessica, we got to talk about something that's even better. So this is what I have been waiting on all season. Not to take away from our ladies who have done a fabulous job all season long, but there has been an athlete very near and dear to my heart that's been on the sidelines watching. Been competing in the Olympics? Competing. Trying to get in there for her country. She's been here cheering on her teammates and finally... Finally, we get to see her come out, compete, and freaking kill it. Joyce Camelli makes her 2021 cross-country debut by, of course, finishing first with a time of 17 minutes, 5.55 seconds. What a way to debut. I felt like she did this last year, too, where she came back a little bit later into the cross-country season and just said, you know what, I'll just go ahead and take first right now. It's fine. (laughs) I'll I'll just take the pressure off of everybody else. Um, but also let's talk about that. This race was a 5k, Yeah. which again, you know, we talked about this last week that it's, I don't know. Collegiate cross country is so interesting to me that one week the women can do a 5k, then a 6k, then a 4k. It's just so confusing to me. But this time the women did a 5k and the men did a five mile. So now I'm really confused. Yeah, exactly. Um, Before we get to the men, let's talk about the rest of the ladies that competed and scored for us overall. Uh, Presley Weems finished 32nd with a time of 18 minutes, 11.4 seconds. Sarah Pacer finished 42nd uh, place with a time of 14 minutes, 19.7 seconds. Hannah Thuss finished 50th with a time of 18 minutes, 25.1 seconds. And Samantha Rogers placed 53rd in a time of thir- or, excuse me, 18 minutes, 30.5 seconds. So that's your top five finishers, your scorers for who all contributed toward that third place finish. Obviously anchored by Joyce Camelli's humongous time. So where yeah. would you where would you think? Let's just take Joyce out of this and let's move. Uh, I'll go ahead and mention the last two. Louisa McPherson placed 146th out of uh, a time of 20 minutes, 10.2 seconds, and then Haley Porterfield finished 162nd in a time of 23 minutes, 33.9 seconds. So let's remove Joyce and put Louisa yeah. in there. Where does Auburn end up without Joyce? We're not going to talk about that. I don't think that. How about this? Would it have been in the top half? I think still they would have. You don't think so? Probably not, actually. Because you think, you remove Joyce, that's automatically 31 more positions. And there's almost 100 places between Samantha and Louisa. Which also tells you how fast this race was. That there's almost 100 people between Samantha and Louisa within a minute and a half. Right. That's insane. This was a tightly packed race. I mean, just think about this. So you had six minutes difference in Joyce and Hallie, and that's almost everybody that competed. Yeah. So when you think about how tight that race was, that's, and I, based on the pictures and the video clips that I saw, Joyce was extremely far ahead. 
Um, let me see. Well, she's can... extremely far ahead of Presley, you know, yeah. our second best runner in this meet, and she's been leading the way in a lot of Let's the other see. ones as well. So it's just interesting to look at how much di- difference there is between those two alone. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I was trying to see if I could pull up the results, but I think there was a significant um, start time, like finish time between first and second place. First and set, whoever yeah. the second was in yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. But regardless, it just shows you how much Joyce does for the ladies. And they already had a great start to the season. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And to come out with a Notre Dame, you know, coming from this meet, to come out with a third place in the gold division, I think that's really incredible. It's and a very encouraging sign. Absolutely. And it's really... You know, sometimes we just need that encouragement. We've known all along, and Coach Kent's known all along their potential, And but sometimes it's nice to see the scoreboard take yeah. that for them, too. Scoreboard. Do you have scoreboards in, cra- in cross country? You do. It's on a clipboard. That's not a scoreboard. That's a clipboard. It's, it's clipboard <laughs> It's scoreboard. a board, but it's not a, it's a clip. It's not a score. Clipboard <laughs> scoreboard. Hey, Auburn fans. I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, E2Cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Well, the women got off to a really good start. How did the men do? So the men overall placed fifth out of 21 teams. That's my boys. (laughs) Three less teams, which is interesting, but they had 222 points and there were 152 runners in their five mile race. So um, what? 2019 less runners, yep. which is interesting. Well, but you've seen that vary each time to meet. Sometimes there's been more women. Sometimes there's been more men. It just depends Thank on... Thank you for and, that really Well, remember, there's really this whole astute. thing. I, I was You didn't know about Title IX, or you at least didn't remember the details of Title IX. I some forgot. schools have only one of a certain sport. Like Auburn only has women's soccer as opposed to men's soccer Right, as because well. we only have men's football. We're, well, it's not necessarily Dang that. Dang it, I'm going to go out and be the quarterback for women's football. Hey, listen, if y'all want to start... We would lose. That's, I'm not going to lie, y'all would, we would lose. Maybe I could be the running back. The safety. I'll be the safety. There ain't nothing safe about you, so. (laughs) (laughs) So back to the men. Uh, We had two men placed in the top 10. So we had Ryan Kinane placed ninth in 24 minutes, 49.6 seconds, followed right behind by Tommy McDonough, placing 10th in 24 minutes, 
50.8 seconds, literally less than a second difference between, well, 1.2 seconds difference, sorry, mm-hmm. between these two guys. Um, Tommy, interesting fact, this was 25 seconds faster than he ran this exact same course two years ago. So give us some perspectives. 25 seconds. 25 seconds. Okay, listen. But That's I, a lot. Remember, I'm speaking for the layman here. I'm, I'm asking the questions they're asking. Okay, so why don't you get on hit, the ground and do a plank for 25 seconds and see how long 25 the, seconds is? I don't know that that's a fair comparison. Well, you that's, can't do that's a plank. That's like upper body strength versus running. I'm just, I'm asking <laughs> like, this is a huge, that's a huge, huge differential. That's a huge differential, especially since last year was trash for all of us, you know. Um, oh, because of COVID. I was like, I thought you were calling the cross-country season no, trash. I was like, wow. trash because of, you know, this Harsh. thing called a pandemic. Yes, gotcha. And it I'm, ruined everything. We're on the same page now. <clears throat> no. So I'm just saying, we don't know how, obviously for him, it wasn't trash in terms of, you know, um, like endurance and stuff. Right. You know, training. But for some of us, it was really trash. So it's really nice that his second time or the second time in two years that he's been to this course that he had such a big yeah. improvement. I think that's fantastic. Then we had um, Jackson Thomas getting a PR, placing 51st in 25 minutes, 52.3 seconds. Um, fourth place for Auburn was Carson Bedix in 61st place in 26 minutes, 1.2 seconds. Um, then we had Cooper Atkins finishing out for Auburn scoring guys. He placed 91st in 26 minutes, 37.4 seconds. Then we had Evan Rogers in 132nd place in 28, 19.8 seconds. And finally for Auburn, Benson Atkins finishing 141st in 29 minutes, 30.9 seconds. So really exciting times from both the men and women. Mm-hmm. But I really am just really encouraged that these men continue to do really well, placing in the top 10, you know, having two guys in the top 10, the third person being somebody that has a PR. And then it's really nice seeing, you know, from week to week, the fourth and fifth place finishers for Auburn are kind of changing places. Right. You know, I was going to point that out. I was wondering if you noticed that. Oh, yeah. And seeing Carson in fourth, I think this was a great race for him. Really looking forward to seeing what he can do this season. Um, you know, like, and we've always known Evan coming back and seeing him ra- racing, but I think we've got really, really good potential between the men, um, moving forward in the season. Well, if you look here, what I, I sticks out to me is whereas compared to the women, you've got Joyce just anchoring the team. You got two guys anchoring the team that, as you said, yep. finished in the top 10. And that's really what propelled Auburn into a fifth place finish that's in exactly this right. division. Cause you kind of. You know, just from my understanding of cross country and learning with you over the past couple of seasons, you really seem like you have to have that anchor, whether it's one person, whether it's a pair or maybe even three people. You know, you've got to have those people that you count on to get your score lower or as low as it can be so that the other players and it gives and it gives the the other athletes behind them something to strive for and to chase after as you a running buddy kind of situation. Exactly. And I think I've mentioned it before and not a shameless plug because I am old and this was a very long time ago, but when the cross-country team that I ran for in high school, when we won state for Alabama for the 6A women, that was kind of how we did it. We knew we weren't necessarily the fastest girls out there, but A, we were the smartest. That's a shameless plug. But we also ran as a pack, and we won state because of that. Right. Because we were able to run as a pack and just continue to chip away 
and get between all those other runners. And so if you can do what Ryan and Tommy did and you're together and you've now literally moved everybody back two more places. And so the closer that you can be as a team, those are not only lower scores for you, but higher scores for everybody else. And so, you know, really just encouraging Jackson and Carson to come together, push each other to be faster every single meet and get closer to Ryan and Tommy. And, you know, the closer you can get, the better your team score is going to be. Yeah, and I just kind of like the way the team's shaping out right now. It feels, not that it wasn't complete before without Joyce. They were doing well yeah, enough I mean, without her. Presley but like, had been a really good leader this season too. But now, but think about it. Now you've got Joyce and Presley probably as the clear leaders for the yep. ladies. And I think it's interchanged a little bit, but you've had Ryan especially, but Tommy McDonough as well stepping up and kind of being the leaders for the guys. And so Absolutely. you have those two anchor pairs and then some a little bit further than others like Joyce who are just really going to probably drive this team to do some surprising things by the end of the season. Definitely. And I think for us, like we, Kyle and I being both oldest children, type A personalities, all of that, I think we both love seeing those, you know, those automatic leaders come out in this. So we know that Joyce is like a, a figure that's been a really good leader, whether she's a team captain or not, you know, all of those titles don't necessarily matter, but she has been a really great leader for this team. And so I'm just really excited that I've seen her on social media and everything, just really encouraging her teammates all along. And so now for her to get to run with them and be a part of that as a leader within that group is just so encouraging. And I just really look forward to the rest of the season having her here racing. It is nice to have an Olympian and it's nice to have a uh, SEC champion. I mean, there's so many wonderful things. So Auburn has another week break. And then they go back to FSU. So they've already run this course, which is awesome. If it wasn't muggy enough, we're going back to Florida. I know. But it's not till October 15th. So maybe, maybe it'll be better in Florida. I don't know. It's always hot in Florida. It's Florida. Come on. Hate Florida. <laughs> whoa, whoa, so, whoa. Florida's fine. Let's not. Florida's look, hot. Look, you've made the chess people mad. You've made the Florida people mad. Can, you've eliminated at least a quarter of our audience at this point. Well, it's been a rough day. It's a Monday when we're recording this. <laughs> So anyway, Auburn goes back to FSU for the pre-nationals meet Friday, October 15th in Tallahassee, Florida. I hope we can do just as well as we've done. Uh, and, you know, obviously the competition is probably going to be even stronger there. I was yeah. in pre-national form. This is getting me ready for the nationals. That's why yep. it's pre-nationals. So counting on big things and uh, hopefully Joyce and Presley and Tommy and Ryan can lead these men and women some big things. Absolutely. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.